So for me, writing is like this fat this passion for me, especially like being in seminary. So I'm taught to write and process. And you know, one day somebody hit me in my head box. Pastor was just like, hey man, you got a handout or a book? Something I could kind of get my hands on to to read for myself. I was like, no, but I can create one really quick. Now I have a conversation. I create me a course description. In the course description, I create me an outline. With outline, I create me an actual physical book to use and publish. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I am Neil Smith, and today we have a super special episode of the podcast where we are going to be interviewing one of our own. DK wrote a book. Uh, so, DK, welcome to the podcast. You know, I'm so glad to be here, man. I've been watching you guys. Such a joy. Finally. Podcast. Finally, it is about time. It is about time, and we got Aaron. We got Aaron on. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get her. time ago, man. Such a joy, such a delight to be here. <laughs> well, we've been admiring your work from afar, uh, DK, for a long, a long time, a long time. Uh, all that you've been doing in the IT space yeah. and uh, working for for Embassy City. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's 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 about time that somebody wrote a book. On social media and digital evangelism, on Nils. It is. It is about time somebody wrote that book. It is about time. Uh, and this, you know, I think this, you know, one of the things that I love, DK, about you is this is not coming from a guy talking philosophical. This is a guy in the trenches. Um, and 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 obviously, if you're a listener, regular listener to this podcast, you you know DK well uh, as a guy that is in the trenches and knows his stuff. Uh, but DK, let's let's start with you know I think that I've I heard a a stat the other day that ninety percent of leaders have a book idea that they would like to write and only one percent ever write it. What was your process of creating this this book? Yeah, man. Um, so for me. Writing is like this fat this passion for me, especially like being in seminary. So I'm taught to write and process. And, you know, one day somebody hit me in my head box. Pastor was just like, Hey man, you got a handout or a book? Something I could kind of get my hands on to to read for myself. I was like, No, but I can create one really quick. And so down goes the path. I just go down and start outlining, scribbling, putting things together uh, that I know that make the most sense in this area and just really having that conversation. Now I have a conversation. I create a new course description. From the course description, I create me an outline. With outline, I create me an actual physical book to use and publish. Um, and so that's kind of how I started. So this is like my third book putting out. I just don't write long books. Yep. Uh, I feel like for the avid reader that's in the trenches, I don't have time to sit there and read long, two, 300 page books. Give me something practical that I can get started with tomorrow and I can continue to go from it. So that's kind of what the passion behind it 
Uh, and I, I think about a lot, man. Um, we're blessed to work with some of the best. Yeah. I think about that mid-level church that can't afford me. Yeah. Or you. Yeah. Or Aaron. And so I can pay $10, yeah. $7 or whatever the case may be. And I can listen to DK process through this with me. And I didn't necessarily have to pay him a consult. Yeah. So it really is the best of both worlds. So I, I consider that, consider where I am. I consider the people that I serve the most. And here lies this, this product that I hope will change how we view evangelism. I love it. It's, I love it. It's definitely going to change the way we view evangelism. I mean, we're going we're gonna to go through some of the so, some of the book here. Uh, maybe maybe DK will read a little bit. Hey, are you doing an audio version of the book? You going to read it? Man, look, the book is 30 pages. If you need an audio version, just come to this podcast <laughs> and listen to it. And that's the audio version of yours. That's right. We were going through, DK was walking us through this and Nils and I have had a chance to look over it. And all of the titles and all of the section titles are everything that we talk about in some way, shape or form on this. Uh, and so this really is just a rich uh, book that's going to help you level up with all the stuff that we're talking about. And and what Nils said, like practic practical. Uh, and what DK said, short and practical. I don't think there's anything better than short and practical and immediately makes an impact for your ministry. Uh, so DK, how, how long, how long has this been inside of you brewing, waiting for, um, how, how aged is this? Is this like a, you know, like a, a 10, 10 year barrel? Is this like a 20 year barrel? What, what are we talking? Okay. So my process when it comes to that, bro, is, and it's going to sound biblical. It's going to sound real deep, but it's not to me. It is. There, I cannot make room for new information with the old still swirling. Hmm. So for me, I've been I've been on this crash course the last three about church technology that is different than startup. And so all that information swirling around now, how can I put it in a place that people can use? And so I think for me, it's probably been swirling six months. Wow. But I had a, I knew I needed to do a book soon. I didn't know what the topic was going to be. And I didn't know how fast the pen was. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think it was like six months to a year. I'm already, you know, on to the next one to kind of support this one. Uh, Cause I feel like people are going to be like, we need more. And so the next one will is already be constructed. Uh, and so I think of it in that, uh, and, and I, so yeah, I hope that answers the question. That's how I view it. Six months to a year's top. I have like in my, in my, just like file. I think I got four books to read. I've never, okay. That's four. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. we realized we didn't, we didn't, we didn't even say the title. This is seven ways to impact digital discipleship. Um, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. Nils, I, I cut you off though. Jump in. So, so I want to know. I got a question for you, Aaron. Uh, I've I've written a couple of books. DK's put out some knowledge to the world. Aaron, if you were to write a book today, what would that book be? Do you you got a book? You got a book in your head? To to be honest, uh, I, I'm laughing because I'm the only I'm the only one. I'm about to get booted. Uh, my seat's going to be booted. There's a, there's a there's a higher bar here. Uh, going to be a special podcast with authors only. 
SMC podcast authors only. Uh, and, and you guys can Patreon uh, your way into that podcast. Yeah, but you won't hear me on it. Um, I'll be I'll be a fan. Uh, no, I, the, the short, honest answer is I don't, I, at the moment, don't think I have a book in me and I don't know what it would be on. Um, okay. but I'm happy to endorse my two friends books. Yeah. I've, and I've, I've purchased your, I see it in the back, uh, there. Nils has a cool background. If you're not watching on YouTube, uh, crypto for good is crypto the, uh, is the book that I have. And that's, a saw, no, that's, that's short and sweet. I saw DK that the two authors on this call have written short and sweet books that are really practical and really meaty. And what does our friend Sean Cannell say? As as short as it can be and as long as there you go. Somebody's paying attention. Yeah, somebody has an app. I read books, to be clear. I read books. I watch videos. Yeah. Well to be clear, this is Aaron's last podcast. And so we've enjoyed having you really on the show. Uh I also have my first book up on my shelf, uh Social Media Guide for Ministry. And I hope nobody buys that book because it is <laughs> It's eleven years old. Uh, that was it, It's 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 so outdated. Uh, and I think I think at the end of the day, though, this is where I'm so excited, DK, for your book uh, with digital discipleship. Is is there are some foundational principles that while my book, you know, some of the technologies have changed, the foundational principles are still there because at the end of the day, they're foundational from they're biblical. You know, they're from thousands of years. Uh, not not necessarily just the last twenty years of the digital revolution. What when you define digital discipleship, DK? How how would you how would you articulate what that what that is, and how does that translate, or how does that differ from traditional discipleship? Okay, so digital discipleship for me is is us delving into um the digital divinity that exists within us. Not us a big word, but it exists within us. And delving into that existence means that place needs to be stewarded well. And so if I was to make that broad, I would say digital discipleship is stewarding the divinity inside me well. Because if I if I'm able to steward that and I'm able to steward the community that I'm equally up. And so now you you take what you've learned and you put that in a small, whatever type of setting you do, and now you're able to bring more and more people to Christ and disciple them and train them up with help. I think the Bible talks about very clearly uh, about the Bereans who study scripture both day and night. So we have a fiduciary responsibility to be students of the game. Uh, I remember being a basketball coach, watching tape, getting Bob Knight's books about plays, just really delving into the deep crevices of coaching. But rarely do we delve into the deep crevices of being a disciple of Christ. And here it is an opportunity to do that both physically and digitally. I love it. That is amazing. Uh, and, and, and very true, DK. I, what the, the, the curiosity that I have is I feel like everybody wants to write this and everybody's maybe tried to write this. Uh, I, I say everybody, everybody who's got a voice in this space, right? Oh, digital. Oh, 2020. I'm going to write a book on meta church. Uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. DK, what, what is unique about this book that fills a gap that is clearly still there? Because DK, to be clear, everybody, DK doesn't do anything if it's, if it's convoluted, right? 
Uh, DK is trying to add value in places that there aren't value. Uh, so DK, what, what, what gap do you feel this sits in just to, as we have a conversation about the book to peak the audience, like to, to frame the audience's interest and our listeners interest in terms of what gap is this going to fill for them? Yeah. So most of the digital books that I've read are great in theory, but bad in practice. <laughs> we say that again. Say that again. That I can go execute immediately after reading this paragraph. My book is totally different. It gives you tools, smart charts, practice, marketing plan, things that you can execute lump and use those. And so, or maybe they exist, but they're so hard to kind of wrap your brain around that it's hard to execute to the next space because we're only as good as the person that we can assimilate. Only as good as the person we can decide. So we don't have those practical places that we can just move it ahead in that way. It's not going to be good. So I think that's one of the unique pieces of this text. I think the other part is um, the artwork of it is really dope. And I chose a different artwork because number one, I felt like most of my artwork that I've done before was all males. And I wanted to consider everybody that may read my text that may not be like me. Uh, that may because if you if we're honest, here's another conversation if we're honest. A lot of people that's doing the digital work are women. Mm-hmm. If we're honest. Yeah. We go back and look, go pull behind the scenes, you'll see majority of the people doing the marketing strategies, social media management, um, copy edit, those are women. And then the men are kind of like the brute force in front who kind of just execute the play, right? And I, and I use I use the gender specific area to just make it more clearer that I'm, I want to make an inclusive package. That's why it's designed we did. Um, I think I, I took a lot of as as trained as I am, I took a lot of that training out and just had a conversation with me. I set. And I use that conversational piece for people to feel more comfortable because this digital thing is massive. And if you have not been in it for any speck of time, getting into it is just overwhelmed. Well, put that impact away and just say, hey, let's just have a conversation. Let's start here. Right. And then if we have other conversations and you like, well, I want more of that. And that's a conversation that we need to have with Amplified Air so that we can have further conversations. There. That's good. It's good. What You know, one of our. Uh, yeah. Well, one of the things I, I heard just yesterday I was I went to a, a you know technology pitch event, and one of the things that it was you know for for faith based technology, and one of the guys talked about how you know we basically in the church get two hours a day, you know, two hours a week, uh, where people are engaged physically at our churches, but we have all these other hours that the digital engagement allows us to engage our you know, people in community, in, you know, learning, in education, in, you know, in so many different aspects of their lives uh, that to to not have a digital arm of your church, even, you know, I think we often even see it as like a, a side hustle for our church, uh, yet it's actually where we're probably going to get 90% of people's engagement with our churches, even with the people that are engaged with us physically. How do you, DK, so often people perceive digital ministry, digital evangelism, digital discipleship as something for people, it, either you're physically 
a part of our church or digitally a part of a church, there's not a hybrid, uh, you know, approach that most churches are taking. And we're using that language, but it's it's not actually being applied practically. What's your perspective uh, and experience as to how how we how we help guide both both aspects of digital evangelism, digital discipleship in our churches? Yeah. So I, I grew up in the era where we knocked on doors. Yeah. And we went to your home and we scoured the streets, not in ties and bikes. We were just in your neighborhood, just wanting to give you the gospel message of Jesus. That was our mm-hmm. home. Yeah. And I've walked into some crazy places doing that at a very young age. Yeah. Now, do I have to necessarily walk when I can type? I can type my way into your. I can put ad dollars in your community and I can be right there front and center. I think there's one um, company that specifically focuses on targeting your area of evangelism to see how you can pull people out to disciple, right? And so being able to merge these two worlds together, because if I evangelize and I give you the, the message of Christ, what else is there to do? Now I have to develop you and decide yeah. and give you tools that you will need when you get out into it. And so our job now, like in the digital space, is to take those two things and merge them together throughout the week. I've always been a proponent. You, I've said it here before that we want to make the sermon expand from one week to the next, hopefully from one month to and if you have sermon clips, that helps expand your sermon. If you understand the unique usage of trans from a sermon, that helps you take a sermon from point A to description to assignment to whatever, simply by taking this and using those tools in various applications like chat to see. So you're we're able to just take this one thing that happened out. And make it live for the span of a week or a month, which gives it more validity. It takes us from being a church to being something that's a part of your lifestyle. This is a part of you. And that's what we want to do every single day, especially with this book and especially with this. I love it. I feel like, Nils, as you were talking, it's so funny how long we've been talking about this stuff. Yeah, man. It's like we... The, the stuff that we're talking about isn't isn't new um and it's not new conceptually it's like yeah we need to we need to redeem the hours what i think i think brady shear another friend of the pot redeem the 167 or take the 167 back right and I, we've been talking about this for a decade sure. and, it, and it's amazing how we're still talking about it in the same way feeling like it's at the same starting spot and so, DJ, I'm excited that you've written a book that helps all of us understand where the starting spot is and then helps to show where we're running after the start. Because I think we all love that feeling of, you know, reading that, you know, digital evangelism, meta church, you know, mm-hmm. digital physical church, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, we love that feeling. And then you put it down and you're like, oh, that's cool. Okay, back to the grind. And um, so I, I'm, I'm appreciative that you wrote a book that's, hopefully going to get us <laughs> next year. We're having a different conversation other than, 
yeah, this digital evangelism thing is a really good idea. It's really cool. You could go into people and get on their feed and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, DK, I guess that's my question. Like, why are we still talking about it? Like, why are we still talking about it from the same starting line we were talking about it like a decade ago? Yeah, well, I think a decade ago, it was all brand new until the pandemic hit us two years ago. Then we had to live out the plan of action. And if we were honest, a lot of us, even those who had the resources, we weren't prepared for a shutdown, for any of the things that we thought would happen. We always thought that things will always be the way that they've always been. When in fact, we are one mask away from not being back in church. So if we think about it in those types of lines, hey, let me create something that can be done both in the digital and the physical. Let me create something that can be enjoyed in both spaces. And so then you're able to move forward. But I think if we continue to write text that speaks to it, then we get the opportunity to say, now guess what? If you want more information, you get to go read the text because I'm on to something else that's yeah. going to be helpful. The only way that I can trailblaze is if I offload the information for those to not pillage but console. That is the most important thing. And so I think a lot of people need to kind of just consider that. Uh, I think people need to stop being so lazy and passive. This information has been out here. Listen, Neil's been doing this decade plus. Way before I was in a startup work, flipping apps. Neil was talking about this and y'all purposely ignored and went past Neil. Then you had Anna come through here, straight from Oregon State. Y'all purposely ignored, went past them. I'm not going to tolerate none of this ignoring me. No, it's a test to enjoy. If you need more after that, see it? There's consultation to enjoy. If you need help after that, there's partners that we can send your way to help you with that. So it's like a threefold way mechanism. Uh, and I would even throw this in there for free. If you go to my website, I even write a book about social media, social audio and podcasts that I am giving away only on my website for free. Only on my site. So you can go get two things for the price of one that's hot button ish, have conversations about them, build towards them, get done. And so that we can go do something different from here and abroad. I love it. I love it. What, uh, DK, when, when, with this with this book, when somebody reads it, what do you hope, what, or what do you, yeah, what do you hope they they do after they read it? What do you, what do you, what is the, the key takeaway from your perspective and like what should they expect to walk away with when they're done with this book? I want them to take the the whole file and send it to their senior pastor. Okay. And and them to read it. Yeah. I want them to do that because, hey man, this is what I'm up against. Yeah. Thirty pages could you read this is what I have to go through. Yeah, maybe this will help you see that the funding is necessary. Help is necessary. Volunteer is necessary. Like really putting a focus in on this. Uh, for me, one of the things that, you know, I'm like Erica Badu. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my information. And so one of the things I had to do that my boss asked me to do, a shout out to Marcus Chidi asked me to do this. He said, send it to the staff, my church. 
So my, I sent it to my immediate staff for them to read. Yeah. My immediate staff was like, oh, I would love to implement this. I would love to do yeah. this. I would love to do that. I love this. I love that. And I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. That, that, that's really what the intention behind this is. It's to yeah. take a staff of small stature and, sell, and show them that there's so much you can do with your small stature staff and we can still push forward. You're going to need help, true enough, but at least you have a blueprint yeah. of somebody who's done it over and over again. And if that's not enough, go to Neil's bookshelf above your head, pull you one of the books that he don't like, read that. That ain't enough. Go to Nona Jones. Read her text. And on and on and on. There's so many of us that's writing about this, that's giving y'all the information. We just want to be able to share it. And so I think that's the first thing I want people to do is say, hey, take this to my senior past. Sit down with my team and staff and then see how we can implement one part today and go with it. Before, before you move on, DK, yeah. important thing our listeners cannot miss. Listen in real close. We're going to have a moment here that DK, that you might have missed. I didn't miss it. Things don't get past me. I'm 6'4". It's not coming over my head. And so y'all know. DK's own team, his own team read his book and did not know what was in DK. DK wrote the book. DK wrote the book and his own team did not know what was inside of him and new opportunities in his own department. That is not a slight on DK's leadership. That is the importance of over-communication over and over and over and over again. As a leader, we should be nauseous with the casting of vision because vision leaks, right? I just stole five quotes from five different leader, leadership gurus that are way smarter than me. That was not me quoting that. Don't tweet that. Um, I give credit to somebody else. But what's important is you might be thinking, I don't need this book. I read the first five. Nope. Wrong. Wrong answer. Let's go back. Your team doesn't know. You might know, but you're not implementing. Just going to be honest. You're not implementing. Your team needs to hear this too. And you need to hear it again. And then I love that DK. Send it up north to the senior pastor, executive pastor. Let's get the church to understand that it's not the 18-year-old kid that happens to have a lot of videos on TikTok. You can be involved, no doubt about it. He can be a creator, no doubt about it. That is not a solution for no. digital evangelism. That's not good stewardship of digital evangelism. So let's read DK's book, right? DK, I love that you shared that. Like your own team didn't even know that no. you wrote about yeah. it. No, well, no, I, I mean, by and large, when I go to work, I'm all about business uh, and taking care of a team. And so sharing, and this is, this is really good for someone, Sharing stuff with people that know you shows a level of vulnerability that you operate in, that you're unafraid of what they may say or what they will say. And I'm for the constructive criticism because it helps me go forward on how I need to build. And so my team saw it, they were excited and they wanted to make that a part of our small group lesson discuss, right? Yeah. And so I'll send it to sing the past. I'll send it to my boss and I'll send it to pastors across the world if I need to just to get to see sometimes. Let me say this as a senior pastor, it is so it, you are so consoled with being the CEO, CFO. You are so consoled with being HR director, you know, capital campaign fundraiser, general of generosity. You're so consoled. This gives you an opportunity to take 30 minutes out of your day to see what really is impacting your church 
every single day and use it and use it and use it again. That that's that's what it's all about, man. He got if if if, if our hope is to win, you can't win by being yeah. You can only win by being generous. And this I could have made this book thirty bucks, like Wu Tang Clan made one of their albums and put it out. <laughs> put it, I I could have made it like really pricey, but yeah. that to me defeats the purpose of putting it in hands of people. And and it would have been worth every penny of the thirty dollars or even the three hundred dollars. That's, that's what you you charge because I I think at the end of the day, the value of gaining knowledge from somebody else who's been there and done that and done what you want to do is invaluable. And I think too, this is where I think just books are such a they always say leaders are readers. And and the reality is is it's actually our best knowledge we put into a book of like we'll talk about a lot of different things here on the podcast, but you take the most critical things and you edit that and you process that into a book and it's it's how you are learning out loud uh for others to learn from you and so the value of that is massive uh and, and i think i i think the thing too dk that i want to highlight here that if if i were to say what i want leaders to do when they read your book it's to take action it, it's to not learn about this it's to do it and i think dk it's part of why you've been so successful professionally and in your ministry and in so many of the different things you've done is you're an action taker. So where a lot of people have an idea for a book uh, and they're asked to write a book, it's a lot of work. Uh, and you don't like even the few people that actually write a book, very few of those, you know, that's fraction of a fraction of a pe- people make much money with a book. You do it because it's, it's a column. You do it because it's a labor of love. And so I think at at the end of the day, my hope for this book is one that people will go get it and read it. Uh, but I think even more so that they'll apply it because these are proven, already done, experimented with, lessons learned, uh, actions that you can take, uh, but you've got to take action. So reading it is actually going to be somewhat useless for you if you don't take action with it. Uh, so DK, we got you got you got to take the next step here. Uh, to give people the next step of where where do people need to go to get your book? All right. So for those of you guys who are just Amazon to the core, you can go right to the Amazon store, type in the title, type in me as author DK Ammons. You will find the text as well as other texts. One of those is about fatherhood, which is really like a short, short, expressive book about fatherhood. And I wrote that book because... Uh, I was going through a really tough time in marriage and in life. And I wanted to always tell my kids that I was a good And this was a great way. To and so the other one was another book that I helped work uh, with another pastor um, out in Texas. And then this book will be there for you to pick up. Also, the other book was the um, a social audio podcasting book will be there. But for y'all here, you go to my website, which is www.dkconsults with an S, consultant consults with an S dot org. You can go to my store, and the cost that it is on Amazon, not my store, it is fraction a discounted rate for those who buy it directly from me, the service provider. I'm the dealer. And if you go there, that same book that nine dollars on Amazon is free. 
I want to give podcasting information to those who need it. So those who want to get started, here's a way. And so I want to offer that to you uh, in exchange for an email, of course. Yep. And then from there, we're going to see what God's going to do. Um, I love it. So you are the best. And and this book uh, is the best by the best. Thank you. Uh, and so... You need to. You don't. You don't need to go to Amazon. Uh, you need to go to dkconsults.org, uh, and that's and that's where you need to go. Uh, well, by the people, by the people, by the. People. And so I I get it. I'm an Amazon guy, but DK, I've, I'm also gonna gonna nudge on the Aaron side of of. Uh, I think the world will need an audio version, uh, but I, I'm gonna just put that out there because I think it's it's got to be your voice. So I, I think we can't have some some AI robot reading your book. I, that is true. I would say this. I would do the, I would definitely do it. Okay. I would okay. definitely do it in video form or create a course description to go along with this book, which I think is probably the next thing I have to create because many people are going to want more information, you know, more tactical steps and yeah. just giving them tactical steps to do it. So if you're looking for that, please put that in the comment under here that we want the class sponsored by social media church and guess what we'll bring these three guys on and they'll teach too that's how we do good that's good i love that i i think uh man i got so many ideas stirred but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go one step at a time and everyone needs to go to dk dk consults.org uh we'll have we'll have links to we'll even have a link to the amazon store uh on on the show notes and social media.church uh, we'll, we'll, we'll highlight all the things, uh, but, but regardless if, and I'll just say, if this, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, go and get this book. You know I mean? I think this is just one of those, but, but, but our desire, our harsh desire, this podcast, the DK's harsh desire for this book is for you to take action and for your church to see the impact that will happen when you lean into these opportunities and you lean into them efficiently and effectively. And, uh, we believe God has great things ahead for your church, uh, as, as you lean into digital ministry and, uh, DK, thanks for making this resource and making it available to all. Uh, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we will talk to you again on the next episode.